we just got done talking about artificial intelligence, open AI, chat GPT, whatever your flavor of the day is. And you know what? We're going to hold the CEO of Henlane's feet to the fire and ask about what her plans are to use AI, if any. So Dana, is Henlane looking at AI? Is it just a flash in the pan? You're not going to use it? What's going on? I think every single tech company has to look at AI. I think you have to have an answer to it. And I also think that you have to understand the roadmap and where AI fits in. Okay. There are certain things where AI, it's, of course, we're going to use it for this. There are other things where we say, not now, but we're starting to work on it. And then certain things in the future where we say, we'll probably stay away from that. And I'm going to go through all three phases of kind of thinking about AI. The first, which is a no-brainer, is um, data entry of things where it's it's very black and white. It's very much of, hey, this came from public records. Why are we having people enter this information in? And um, historically, right, getting those data sources, uploading them, et cetera, there was a lot of um, legality around it, which I won't go into. But with AI, you can actually take that and, and get that data in there. And it's something that a user would manually have to do. How many bedrooms do they have? How many bathrooms? What's the square footage? Now you as a um, as a landlord may say public records is incorrect. I have something else in there that's going to increase the square footage. You might have to change something. But us reducing that manual administration is kind of phase one and something that we know there's a truth to it. There's okay. there's no gray area. That's a very easy one for us to solve and what our team is constantly thinking about every day as far as the product roadmap. The next one, which is actually more interesting is leveraging our own data. Yeah. So today we do that. So let's just say, Michael, one of your tenants puts in a plumbing request. We already have the chatbots that troubleshoot the repairs. So if you're on our essential or complete package, we know, okay, is it a water leak? Tell us where the water leak is. Great. Okay, here's 10 different steps to troubleshoot it. Did this one work? What's happening? Oh, now do this one. Now do this one. Now put a bucket underneath. You know, do we have to call out a plumber or did we get it solved? Um, But what's really interesting is the data we have behind that. Because not only do we have a a chatbot that troubleshoots, every single repair request always has a coordinator. And that coordinator, as you know, is smarter than the chatbot. They do repair coordination for a living. They know it better than anyone else how to do a repair coordination. And they're going through and troubleshooting that request. So you can imagine when you have over 20,000 rentals and every day the repair coordinators are doing that. And we can use that data to say, how does AI help and become that first one to respond and do the chat? So that one is really interesting to us because we have the data. We know, you know, 60% of requests are plumbing. Most of them go through here. We have X amount of data. This is an advantage that we have. Um, And so that kind of stuff of what are we doing with our own data is super powerful. Um, so that's on that, that's the second one. And that's actually the more interesting one that we think about every day because it's a unique advantage to be able to have that. Absolutely. Um, 20, 20,000. I mean, that's, that's where the secret sauce, if you will, comes in. That's what makes AI or frankly, any technology extremely valuable is when you could take a unique data set, especially yes. unique data set that large 
and use it. So that's pretty exciting. Because we never share that data anywhere, right? Of like, course, why would no? share anything publicly or to other third parties, like our data we have internal, but we can use that to help with the next cases. So that's the the really interesting one is um, how are we using it with our own data, right? And then the kind of farther off one um, to really think about, and I, I don't have all the answers to, so like phase one is obviously just use what we know is um, is right or wrong, only for open AI using that where it's not opinionated, then it's how do we use our own um, data to do it. Then the last one that comes in, um, which is a slightly more, it's an area where I don't have all the answers to with it, but um, how do you combine all of that together and use our data, use other data sources, and really provide things that are super strong where we know it is best in class. And one of your examples is lease contracts. Yeah. Today, I would never use AI for that ever. And especially because county laws are so specific, there are certain you know um, addendums that you need in certain counties, but there are certain things where we can use that and then feed in, have there have been any cases on things? How would we solve it and improve the lease contracts? All of that kind of stuff where we can kind of combine both together. I think that's also a really interesting one to go through. Um, and so AI is changing so quickly right now. We're working on phase one. We're thinking about phase two, how to do it. And then finally, there is, okay, now we need to have a really good understanding of what is AI going to do? What data sets and sources do we do? Do we merge certain things together? And how do we most importantly protect our customers and make sure when we're giving our customers, hey, this is what you use. It's not because we make money. It's because it's the best thing to mitigate risk. Exactly. And this would be because we've done all the research on it, the best place to get those legal contracts or whatever it may be. You know, one of the things I want to throw out there is just an idea. And I was actually thinking about this in our first conversation of, about chat GPT. We really had that conversation about I'm already an owner. What do I do with it? The one idea I have, and it's just an idea, it could be silly for, you know, who knows, but I, I would love to go through, you know, Hemlane's data and find out, you know, what markets or what property type or what age of building, where do we see kind of expenses explode? What, which which assets have the least amount of expenses? What markets have best, like lowest expenses to rent? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, there's with 20,000 units and years of doing this, you have a lot of data. Yeah. It would be like, hey, Toledo, Ohio has the, has the lowest expense to rent ratio. I have no idea. I just made that up. But there's there's probably a lot of data out there with AI that I could use to research markets. That's one thing that I think is interesting, right? It helps with writer's block and all of that. But I would be asking you questions like, basically, where should I hunt and what should I avoid? Yeah. That would be interesting to me. And, you know, with that, we're hiring a BI analyst right now for that. And one of the requirements is that they understand AI and how that can facilitate and help them. Because to your point, that data set is uh, super valuable 
And because it's unique, you know, you can go anywhere and say, did ChatGPT write this? But if it's unique content leverage from your own data source, like yeah. we would never put that in open AI because we don't want to share that with oh, others. Oh, of course not. But we would build our own in order exactly. to come up with here is exactly what that data is. And those insights, that's where AI would be incredibly valuable to look at it and be able to come up with those answers faster yeah, than a think, list. Think about yeah. think about Hemlane doing my top 10 cities. Yep. My yep. top five asset types. My worst asset types, right? These are these are questions yeah. that could be fun to think about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's on the data side, the legal side, um, you know, the repair side. Um, there's there's just so much that we can do with it. And I do think, to your point, Michael, having a large data set makes it where for us it makes sense to look at AI. It may not make sense if you're a smaller operation where you're just using open AI oh, because yeah. you don't have that unique data set that you can put into your own program. Yeah. So folks, if you want to be a part of this, uh, you can go ahead and give him lane a look. They do offer a trial. Uh, Dana, where would they get that? Yeah, you can go to www.hemlane. Hem is H-E-M-L-A-N-E.com. Um, and just mention one rental at a time for 20% uh, off your first year. That's so cool. Thank you, Dana. Have a wonderful week. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm.